This is the Yahoo Finance Sportsbook Podcast. Welcome back to Sportsbook. After our Christmas hiatus, we are talking to you in the first week of the new year, and the NFL regular season is over. Done in the books, we now move on to the playoffs, and it's a good time to take stock Look back at the season that was, the NFL's regular season in 2017. It wasn't a good one. Uh, If we look back at the discussions we've had on this podcast since September and the topics that have come up, most of them have been negative about the league. We talked about the political controversy and all of the turmoil that caused the many vocal people on social media who insist that they are boycotting the NFL, that they don't watch anymore because they're offended that the league allowed players to disrespect the flag and the anthem. That's what some people say, many people. Uh, How many of them are being honest, how many of them stopped watching is up for debate. But I think it's at least fair to say that the effect of these people, the effect of this narrative was not zero. The net impact was not zero, and it was negative for the league. At least some number of people out there in America were turned off by these protests this year, and they turned off their TVs and stopped watching. Now, I don't think that's the biggest reason, by any means, for the NFL's ratings decline, and it was a sizable ratings decline. Uh, Again, we can only look at the regular season, but through the end of the regular season, primetime games were down nearly 10% on average from the year before. And that's a sizable decline. Uh, Sunday night football, a huge decline from uh, a few years ago. I think its biggest decline since 2008. Uh, Monday night football saw a big decline overall. So those were negative indicators. And it's worth asking why. What is the biggest reason? Uh, I wrote about this at the very end of the year. And... Uh, You can find the story online. I I recommend checking it out. I'd love to hear what you think. We had 6,000 of our readers comment on the story. The headline is, the NFL is not dying, but it is plateauing. And look, it isn't the politics, at least that's not number one. It isn't bad games, although that was a factor. People say the games were bad this year. The, The play on the field wasn't exciting. Bad refereeing. What is a catch? Bad calls. None of these things helped. But the biggest thing, uh, in my opinion, is a larger macro business trend that you can't really blame on the NFL, and that is more distractions than ever before. There are so many other things to watch than football. There are Netflix original streaming series that win awards and are compelling and exciting. Stranger Things, you know, House of Cards, although I think that show got bad. Uh, You choose whatever show you want to mention. The Crown. There's Amazon Prime, HBO Go, Show Go, that's Showtime. Uh, Hulu, Plus, all of these platforms that have original streaming series, and that's the least of it. There's also the proliferation of clips and highlight little bits here and there that you can get on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, ways for you to see what happened in a game instantly, quickly, in bite-sized form without watching the whole game. And I can use myself as an example. You know, I'm always going to watch the Patriots. Uh, That is something that Barstool Sports CEO Erica Nardini, who was our guest on this podcast way back in September, said as well. She said, you know, the Patriots game is always going to be on in our home. But this year, I just didn't feel compelled to watch other NFL games. In fact, I watched very few of them. Uh, Only three or four years ago, a short time ago, I would basically be willing to watch any NFL game on TV. I don't mind. I'll watch. I'll enjoy it. That's not the case anymore. I'm just not compelled there. I've got other things I I would rather do. 
And that's a bad thing for the league. But again, I don't think that's necessarily the NFL's fault, at least not entirely. There are things the league can try to do to make it more exciting and to keep you and hold you. But it's tough. Uh, And it's not just distractions from other programming, non-sports. There is also the growth of sports other than the NFL. There's the growth of the NBA. The NBA is hot. Uh, The NFL isn't the only league with its television ratings declining. NASCAR, too, which hurts the argument that it was the the political controversy because NASCAR, they they never dare to do anything that would disrespect the flag. It's very American. Uh, NASCAR is very sort of America first. But NASCAR's ratings were down. But the NBA's ratings are up. Uh, Major League Soccer has grown a lot. I'm not going to say that that is in any way yet uh, taking away from the NFL. I think some soccer fans say that, but they're just they're stretching. Uh, it's going to be a while before that's the case. But MLS growing quickly. Uh, there was a lot of excitement uh, about Major League Baseball's playoffs and postseason. Uh, that doesn't compete with the NFL, but just in general, you know, I, I think more positivity around baseball right now than football. So it's hard. There's a lot of headwinds. But overall, the biggest factor, if you ask me, is a business factor, and that is cord cutting, the fragmentation of cable, the proliferation of clips on social media platforms, uh, and the rise of digital streaming series. So all of that is part of one single trend overall, and that is just shifting behaviors in how people watch primetime television. So I think you have to consider that, and I think you have to consider that you know, the NFL could be approaching a time where it doesn't grow every year. Uh, and that's why I used the word plateauing in my story. I thought our own Rick Newman put it really well. Uh, Rick Newman, a colleague of mine at Yahoo Finance, he was on this podcast a few weeks back. And he said, look, the NFL could afford to take a, a haircut and it would still be a huge mega property. Certainly the NFL wouldn't want to say that publicly, but it can. It doesn't have to grow every single year. It doesn't have to be so dominant. It could level off. It could even lose viewership a little bit, and it would still be huge. Here, uh, listen to the clip. At the end of the day, if even if this is a sustained uh, campaign by Trump that's sort of effective, what haircut does that cause the NFL? And my argument is, let's say it causes a 10% haircut in revenue, okay? Well, let's, and even that a is a long way off. Because yeah, even that's a long way it's off. It's worth mentioning that so far it's gone up every season and there's no sign of slowing. Even it's going to hit that, $14 billion this even year. Even if that happens, the NFL will be fine. And football fans will go on enjoying football and talking about football without the people who, for now, say they have permanently decided to back away from the NFL or they've lost interest for some reason. So I think the NFL is so popular and so rich, it can go, it can be, it'll be just fine in a diminished state. I liked the way Rick put it there. Uh, Again, as I mentioned in my story about the NFL plateauing, the big caveat you have to say when you talk about the bad year the NFL had, and again, 2017, an objectively bad year for the NFL. But when you talk about this, you have to mention the NFL is still the biggest show in town on primetime television. People overlook that. Uh, It's just, it's huge. You know, if you compare the ratings of, of anything, even say, you know, an NHL playoff game or the MLS World Cup, people say, oh, MLS is growing so fast. The ratings don't compare at all. We talk about the decline, 10% overall on average for primetime NFL games this year. We talk about the drop in Sunday night football, the drop in Monday night football. Still huge numbers, the biggest numbers on primetime television. And in fact, I think something like 44 of the year's top 100 primetime television programs in 2017 were NFL games. And in keeping with that reminder, that reminder that 
the NFL is still the best gig in town for advertisers. Uh, I mean, you know, people talk a lot about the online advertising opportunities. Oh, you can advertise on Google. Well, okay. I mean, do you want to advertise against Logan Paul's YouTube videos? Or do you want to advertise against the NFL still, which is, again, it was 44 of the top 100 rated programs. You still want the NFL. So, again, and I know I'm one of these people talking about it the most, the ratings decline, but when you read these stories about the ratings decline or when you see people talking about it, keep in mind, ratings decline, fine, yes, it's happening, but still the best-rated sports property and likely to be for many more years. Uh, In fact, if we go all the way back to our first episode of this podcast with guest Erica Nardini of Barstool Sports, I liked the way that she put it. She said, you know, you hear a lot about the NFL dying, but, boy, if you were there when we were there at the last NFL draft... Here, I'll let her say it. Listen to this. You know, we went to the draft this year in Philly. And if you could have seen, you know, there's there's all the stories of football's over and the concussions and the set in the league and the no fun league, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You should have seen the thousands and thousands and thousands of fans in Philadelphia. And I think what the NFL has done a very good job of is they have marketed stars. Great. Uh, And Erica was a great guest. We hope to bring you many more guests in 2018, good guests like Erica Nardini. Now, if we talk about the NFL's bad year, again, I think an objectively bad year in 2017, no other way to put it. Now we have upon us the NFL playoffs. So is there an opportunity for the NFL playoffs to recoup some of the losses, an opportunity for this year's NFL playoffs to be exciting and, and juicy and fun and maybe bring some viewers back? I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Maybe if the NFL playoffs are great, you get people uh, you know, returning to the NFL and, and you see a change in the temperature. So we do have some good storylines uh, here. Let's see. The, the playoffs are in place. They start this coming weekend. In the NFC, we've got the Eagles, the Vikings, the L.A. Rams. That's exciting. Uh, only just moved to L.A. And, and they're in the playoffs. The Saints, the Carolina Panthers. And the Falcons returning barely as the sixth seed from last year when they blew it in the Super Bowl to the Patriots. In the AFC, the Patriots, the number one seed, the Steelers, the Jags, that's an exciting thing, the Jags never make the playoffs, the Chiefs, the Titans, that's an exciting thing, the Titans never make the playoffs, and at the sixth seed just squeaking in, the Buffalo Bills, very exciting thing, the Bills never make the playoffs, it's been 17 seasons since the Bills made the playoffs. So I think you have some exciting storylines. I'm not necessarily saying that the playoffs are going to be so great and it's going to turn things around and everyone will say, oh, it was a great year. Hooray, NFL. Uh, You know, the damage is, is pretty bad right now. But there's the opportunity for the NFL to get some positive conversation that is about the games. And, of course, that's what the league wants people to be talking about, the games, the teams, the wins, the, the gameplay on the field. It's been a season in which all the conversation was about things off the field. Uh, well, the, the protests happen on the field, if you want to be literal. But, you know, political controversy, Trump attacking the league, people turning it off, not watching. These are bad things, you know, and, and the league just wants people to focus on the football. But the football hasn't been great this year. It's been bad. Man, I mean, half the starting quarterbacks this year are quarterbacks that people had never heard of before the start of the season. The season was riddled with injuries. Uh, Sports Illustrated, on its cover a few weeks ago, had a a pretty good cover. It just said, carnage, and it showed all of the many star players who had season-ending injuries this year. Terrible. And it brings attention back to head injuries and concussions and the fear over head injuries, brain injuries, 
Uh, there was a big story on Aaron Hernandez. His brain uh, post-death was dissected. He had CTE at age 27. Brutal, scary, uh, and it turns people off. All of these things are off-the-field issues, and they are sucking up the conversation. So could the playoffs bring some of the conversation back to football? Well, let's start with the Eagles. Uh, an amazing season, breakout season for Carson Wentz. Good enough that the Eagles secured the number one seed, and then their star quarterback gets injured. Uh, kind of a funny, weird situation to be in. They're the number one seed, they get a first round bye, and yet whatever team ends up playing them in the second round is probably going to have an easier time than they have with their first round opponent. Uh, I don't think people expect the Eagles anymore to go to the Super Bowl. They are being led by uh, backup quarterback Nick Foles. But you know what? They won their last two games uh, post-Wentz injury with Foles at the helm, barely. They were ugly games, but they won them. So certainly it's, it's possible. Uh, Foles has shown that he can win. So, you know, I wouldn't count them out completely, but this is a cool, exciting storyline to watch. The Eagles, how far can they go into the postseason without Wentz, who was their star? That'll be exciting. And again, in the NFC, you've got some other exciting teams that aren't usually in it. you got the Vikings. That, that's exciting. The L.A. Rams. The Rams have been terrific. Uh, Todd Gurley is an MVP candidate, the star running back. Jared Goff, at quarterback, has been in the discussion for MVP. I don't think people still say that. He, that's, that talk has sort of faded. Uh, you know, if it's going to be a quarterback, I, I think it's likely to be Brady. Some people will still tell you that it could be Wentz, even though he got injured toward the end of the season. Maybe he did well enough and the resume is good enough pre-injury to get him MVP. But man, the Rams are exciting. I hear a lot of people saying if they had to predict right now, they say Pat's Rams. So we'll see. The Saints are in it with Drew Brees. That's great. People talked about how after Peyton Manning left the league, and then, you know, in, in the first year after Peyton was gone, Brady missed the first four games because of a suspension. This was last season, and people were saying, you know, the, the league is missing these star quarterbacks to watch, and it's quarterbacks who really generate the discussion and bring excitement. Well, Drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, you know, you don't have Aaron Rodgers in the playoff discussion this year. He got injured. Uh, the Packers aren't in the playoffs, but Drew Brees, that's great. And then the five seed, the Panthers, another big star marquee quarterback, uh, and that is Cam Newton. Ugh, I blanked there for a second. Cam Newton. So that's exciting. Uh, Breeze, Newton, both in the playoff picture, the four and the five seed, along with some young star, newer quarterbacks like Goff. So that's exciting. And then at the six seed, the Falcons. Uh, they don't look as good this year. They, they barely made it in, but you know what? Sometimes a team just ekes into the playoffs, and then they can hit reset, hit refresh, and be great. The Pats have done that before. Uh, a couple times they've done that and won the Super Bowl. You know, they weren't that good in the regular season, but good enough in an easy AFC to be the one or two seed, go to the playoffs, and then be great in the playoffs and, and go to the Super Bowl. So it's at least possible. Maybe people think not probable, but it's possible that we see a Pats-Falcons rematch, and that would be great. I think that would be exciting. Now, yes, people hate the Patriots. If you're not a Patriots fan, you hate them. But uh, I think a rematch is usually a good thing. I think a rematch is exciting. You've got the revenge factor. Uh, you could argue the opposite. You could say that the Pats being in the, in the Super Bowl again would be bad. But I don't know, man. Uh, a, a rematch, I think, would be exciting. We'll see. Then in the AFC, the Pats. Yes, I know. It's boring. It's always the Pats. They're always the one seed. Well, they're great. You know, it's the, I am, a, I am an obvious Patriots fan, but look, it's simple. You can hate them, but it's the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest coach of all time paired together. So, you know, lightning struck over a decade ago, and they've stayed together, and they're always going to be good as long as those two guys are together. So they are the one seed. They have a bye. Then at two, the Steelers. So a very probable 
rematch of the Steelers and the Pats in the AFC Championship game. Not for sure, but probable, unless the Steelers or the Pats blow it in their, in their first game before that. Uh, last year's AFC Championship game was disappointing. It was a bad game. The Pats beat the Steelers easily. Could this year's game be better? Or would it be disappointing again? Uh, three weeks ago, the Pats and Steelers played, and it was a terrific game. Terrific. Extremely exciting. Uh, it ended with a very controversial call that removed a touchdown from the Steelers. We can, you know, relitigate that, but let's not do it. But that was a good enough game. I mean, that could have been a Super Bowl, except that it's two AFC teams. But that was an extremely good game. Could the AFC Championship game be as exciting as that game was? That would be great. Then you've got Jacksonville Jags. Uh, the Titans are in it. The Bills are in it. Three teams that almost never make the playoffs. I think that's really cool. And the Jags didn't just barely make it. They were terrific this year. They handily won their division. They're the number three seed. Very exciting. Uh, the Titans, I'll give a shout-out to my girlfriend, who's from Nashville. She is thrilled about this, but she knows they aren't good. They really aren't. Uh, the Titans are lucky to be in the playoffs. They sucked the last few weeks, but they're in, and that's really cool for the people of Nashville, even if the team doesn't look that confident. Mariota looks shaky out there, but let's see what they can do. The Titans have to face the Chiefs. Maybe they make some magic happen. They've got a lot of exciting players. And then the Bills. Uh, the NFL lacked exciting, inspirational, positive storylines this year. But boy, right at the end, right in the final week of the regular season, you got one, and that was the Bills won their final game. But to get into the playoffs, they had to get a win from the Bengals over the Ravens. And the Bills game ended. I was watching with a bunch of friends. And then you quickly turn it over to the Bengals-Ravens game, and there were like four minutes left. And the videos that came out were so fun, went viral, of Bills players in the locker room watching the end of that Bengals-Ravens game rooting for the Bengals, a weird position to be in, relying on the Bengals, who were out of it, couldn't make the playoffs. And the Bengals were down. They had a final drive. I'm sure if you're listening, if you're enough of a football fan, you saw this, or you at least watched the replay. But it's worth talking about because, man, that was exciting. Uh, the Ravens had to win to get in, and the Bengals had nothing on the line other than pride. And Andy Dalton on 4th and 12 throws a touchdown pass. Amazing. It was just a terrific play. The Bengals win. Sorry, Ravens, and you're welcome, Bills. And so in the days since that win, you've seen all these cool stories come out of Bills players thanking the Bengals. The official Bills account on Twitter uh, said thank you to the Bengals and said, you know, free Buffalo Wings for life. And Bills fans have been donating to Andy Dalton's charity in the amount of $17, representing the 17 seasons since the Bills made the playoffs. It's all very cool. It's a positive storyline. It's the kind of stuff the NFL hungers for. I saw a great tweet, which was someone saying, this is when Twitter is great. That is, the Bills tweeting thank you to the Bengals. That's the kind of stuff that makes Twitter fun. And increasingly in the last year, Twitter hasn't been so much fun. So that was great. It's a great storyline. Let's see if the Bills can continue deep into the postseason. I don't think so, but maybe it would be cool. Uh, I'm happy to root for both the Bills and the Titans to win their first-round games. Fine with me, even though they're AFC teams, I don't mind. I'm rooting for them. And then, you know, depending on which of them has to play the Pats, I'll be rooting for the Pats. Uh, my Patriots, of course, will get to play the lowest seed left after the first round. So as I understand it, if the Bills win, the Pats will play them no matter what. If the Bills lose, then the Pats will play the winner of the Chiefs and the Titans. Pats-Chiefs would be a great second-round game. So that's what I'll be watching. Uh, but again, to circle back to the beginning of our conversation here, I'm not sure what I'll watch in the first weekend of the playoffs because my team has a bye. And as I've said, I think anecdotally that's just a, a reminder of the NFL's slip 
you know, I'm just not that excited to watch the playoffs other than my team playing. And I'll give a brief plug for yet another distraction from the NFL. College football this year has been terrific. It's been thrilling. And we had a Rose Bowl game a few days ago that was the best college football game I've ever seen in my life. Oklahoma uh, versus Georgia. That was just terrific, exciting, and a reminder of the purity, I think, of college football. I know, I know, there are also domestic violence issues there. There is also bad player conduct issues occasionally there, where players have to get suspended. There's also the risk of head injuries there. It's not as though only the NFL has head injury risk. But somehow it still just feels like college football is a little more magical, a little more pure than the NFL. It feels a little bit more like anything could happen. Uh, whereas in the NFL, you know, there are a lot of things that just stay the same, and including the Patriots, I'm happy to admit. I, I understand why it's boring to people that they are you know, in the playoffs every single year. So let's see what happens. Maybe the postseason can turn things around for the NFL. Uh, which team will you be rooting for? Who do you think is going to make it to the Super Bowl. I'd love to hear your predictions. That's been my fun office question in the last few days. I've been asking anyone who's remotely an NFL fan, okay, now the playoff picture is set. You can remake your prediction from the first week of the season. If you had to pick right now, what's the Super Bowl matchup? Uh, I'll go on record right here. I'm going to surprise you. I think it could be a rematch. I'm going to go with Pat's Falcons. I think uh, the Falcons, they have the revenge factor. They've got a lot to prove. Matt Ryan's going to come out and, and play well in the postseason. And let's wrap up this way. We are discussing the bad regular season that the NFL had due to a number of factors. Uh, I've mentioned that Erica Nardini, uh, a smart football person and the CEO of Barstool Sports, said, you know, she dismisses all these people who say the NFL is dying. I agree. It's not dying. It's not dead. But as I wrote on our site, it is plateauing. I think it's approaching a plateau. It's leveling off, which, of course, is a nightmare for the NFL, but it doesn't need to be a nightmare. I mean, the NFL can level off, and that doesn't mean it's going away. And I think uh, my colleague Miles Udland, whom you've heard a lot on this podcast, if you listen to us every week, I think he put it really well uh, on our live show when we discussed the NFL two weeks ago. The video is in my story about the NFL plateauing, but he described it as the zenith of the NFL. Here, listen to how he put it. You know, I, I don't think it's crazy uh, to think of the NFL as it, it, at its absolute zenith right now. Yes. Right? We had Michael Lewis in here a couple weeks ago. He told you, Dan, that the NFL is his next big short because there's all these factors going against it. And I don't think it's crazy to say that, you know, maybe 2011 to 2016 was really peak NFL. Roger Goodell saw the league up to and through that point, and now on the back end of it, he sort of gets rewarded. And the next commissioner in 2024 or whatever will be dealing with a very different league, a very different landscape. Mm. Uh, doesn't have to be, you know, making a whole lot less money, but it certainly won't be the high-profile position. I don't think the NFL commissioner will be such a high-profile position um, as Goodell has made it during his tenure. That's right. That's the best way to put it. I think it's possible that the NFL has already hit its zenith, its peak of popularity. I guess that would have probably been two seasons ago in hindsight because there was a decline last year. The league blamed the election. But what's the excuse this year when it declined again? So with the benefit of hindsight, we'll see. But maybe three seasons from now, we'll look back and say that the 2015 season was the peak popularity for the NFL. And again, I think if that's the case, if the NFL has already peaked, that's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean it's dying or dead. It doesn't mean it's going anywhere. And it's not going anywhere. It's still the top dog for now. So enjoy the NFL playoffs. Please uh, get at us, comment 
on the podcast or on my article. Again, that's called The NFL is Plateauing. You can find it online. Find me on Twitter. Find us on Twitter at Yahoo Finance. Send us an email. Anything you want. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your Super Bowl predictions. And I want to hear your predictions for the NFL next season, whether it can turn things around and stanch the bleeding of this ratings decline. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Yahoo Finance Sportsbook. We are on all the podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Bye.